Tiger Woods has a golf coach, right? I think it's important that everyone pushes themselves to be better and doesn't just rely on their own perception of looking in the mirror, but they hire someone to stand on the other side of that mirror and look at them. Seeing all that information helped me frame who I wanted to partner with as a mentor, somebody that was a business owner that had been a business owner for a while, that was a distributor, etc., and then just find who seemed like the best fit from there. So I made that pitch, shot the shot, and then to some degree held my breath. All right, welcome. This is Jay Bussell. I am thrilled to be here, excited to be back in the podcast chair. Two wonderful humans have decided to join me, and there is a purpose, and there is a plan, and we can't wait to talk more about mentorship. And the awesomeness of this is that no matter when you start your podcast, there will definitely be a gardener or a UPS driver in your new future. So <laughs> <laughs> who knew? But I'm surrounded by greatness. Right now, I'd like to introduce Russell Bird. Russell, you are not only a founder and owner of your own business. The business is called The Promo Addict in the Edmonton area of Alberta, Canada. Shout out to the folks up north. But Russ, you're also a big deal because you're a promo kitchen chef. And in fact, you sit on the mentorship committee, which is also why we're here, right? Thanks for having me, Jay. That's right. Yeah, I was the chair of the mentorship committee for a few years. And now my role is chair emeritus. My job is to tackle some of the more fun mentee opportunities and dive into some of the challenging ones, which I really enjoy. I love that. I love the fact that you've been a business owner for over seven years. And I love the fact that you've been involved with Promo Kitchen for multiple years now and that you've had your hands on the mentorship committee because it's a big deal. It's important to me. It's important to a lot of folks. It's one of our pillars. It's probably what we're known best for outside of our amazing mixer in Las Vegas every year. So Russ, thanks for joining us and thanks for taking the lead on that committee. And I know that you're surrounded with other help and that we have wonderful people that are constantly in that committee. So shout out to everybody in the mentorship committee. P.S. If you want to know more about things like barbecue, in addition to being a promo kitchen chef, Russ is actually a chef and that is rare because none of the rest of us are, but you actually are. So that's cool. Competition cook. I haven't gone to culinary school. Okay. Fair enough. I love the fact that you qualify that because you don't want to take away from folks who are culinary artists and artisans that you are a competition chef. But if you want to know my barbecue, you're the guy, right? Yeah. I also own a barbecue store. I've been around the block a few times competing in barbecue contests. I've been fortunate enough to take home a few trophies. And now I devote my time in that industry also to mentorship. I teach people on weekends how to do good barbecue. Oh, right on. That's so cool. I did not know that. All right. Well, listen, we've got another special guest, Tyler Miriam. Tyler is your mentee. So you two are a pair. And Tyler, thank you for joining us. Tyler, if it's okay with you, I want to roll through your important bio because you are also the owner of a small business. And by small, I don't mean small. I mean small to medium-sized business. You are the owner of Adirondack. Did I say that right? Adirondack? I always mess it up. Adirondack, yeah. Exactly. Adirondack Awards and Promotions in the Lake Placid area of New York. And so we're thrilled that you are here as well, Tyler. Oh, thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for the privilege. Oh my gosh, yes. Russ highly recommended you. So it was like a no-brainer. Wow. <laughs> Having been now the owner of your company for more than a year, however, the business has been in that area for, you said you gave me a date, but I know it's more than 50 years. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 1962 was when the business was founded. So it's been in existence for over 60 years now and has an exciting and storied history. I love that. And now it's all yours. So congratulations. <laughs> I have a phenomenal business partner as well. So 
he's not joining us today, but he's here in spirit. Oh, that's super cool. And one of the little PS asterisks by your name that I found very interesting was, I figured if I ever get stuck in the wilderness, you're going to be my call a friend. You are the guy. So <laughs> if you ever look on Tyler's LinkedIn profile, you'll realize what I mean there by his background in wilderness survival, being in the outdoors and teaching people. So, you know, you both have this mentor mentee kind of mentorship DNA around you, surrounding you, because even outside of the promo and branded merch worlds, you're also often found teaching others. So I think that's really cool. Mm. It's a tip of the cap to both of you for your commitment to helping, being of value, being of service. And those are qualities that are beloved by all. So thank you for both being here. Let's jump right in unless there's anything else. I think it's important that folks know that this is going to be a podcast about mentorship, mentoring success. We want to talk about your relationship. I'm going to ask you questions about, you know, the big why. Hopefully we'll get into some of the nitty gritty and things like how the relationship grew. We're going to talk a little bit about some advice and maybe you can share some insights, but I'm going to start with you, Russ, first. If it's okay, I'm going to jump right to it and say, you know, this is a big deal, but the real question is why? Why take this step at all? Why did you take this step? Why would you want to be a mentor, Russ? The interesting thing for me is that I first ran into Promo Kitchen at the Storied Mixer in Vegas, and I thought it was a pretty cool event. It was a lot of independent distributors getting together to have a good time. And when I was there, they were talking about mentorship and guidance in the industry. And I ended up finding my first mentor in business back right around the time that I started the Promo Addict. And what's really cool is I've been the owner of the Promo Addict now for seven years. And the same mentor that I had seven years ago that I met through Promo Kitchen, he and I still talk every month. His name is Ben Baker. He's based out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Sure. I know Ben. That's awesome. Shout out to Ben. Yeah. He doesn't even really work in the promo industry anymore. He's now a professional podcaster, but we still connect every month. And I can always count on Ben answering my call when I ring him and same thing in reverse. So it's really neat to see how these relationships can develop over time. Not every mentor and mentee pairing that I've had has lasted like that one, but it's amazing how the impact he's had on my life, if you were to trace it back, it's led to a lot of my successes. So now it's time for me to give back. I think that's such a great answer. Thank you, Russ. That's so cool. Shout out to Ben. And how awesome is that, that you know your story of how you found this tribe and how you connected and then being able to not only be a mentee and learn, but now you're in the other role and you're giving back. So Super cool. Okay. So I want to position the same question, but now I want to ask Tyler, if you think about this, Tyler, what made you or why were you inspired to want to be a part of this program and maybe be on the receiving end of some mentorship? Well, when my business partner and I purchased the business last year, it was our first full foray into the business world and the business ownership world. Spent years reading about it, learning about it and being generally mentored by some key people about how to get started. But the real nitty gritty in the weeds <laughs> aspect of it was brand new. And from seeing inspirational stories, just like what Russ just shared and seeing the benefit to other businesses and business owners, it was just a no brainer to me. That was the main catalyst for wanting to get into that. The additional piece beyond that was that the business that we purchased at the time was in distress. And really needed some young energy, some modernization and so forth. And being relatively new to the industry, the nitty gritty of the promo world was relatively new. At least portions of it were pretty new to us. And we really needed the hard and the fast, the get right down to it, insight from an experienced promo expert like Russ. 
So those were the main things that really drove us to get into it now. And in the longer term, also wanting to know what the experience was like on our end so that we can hopefully give back in the future too, when we have more experience, more time, more capacity, and so forth. Well, I love that answer. At the risk of sounding, well, let me just be super vulnerable. How did you find Promo Kitchen? How did you find the program? Great question. It was mostly just through immersing myself 100% in the industry as much as I could. So knowing that there was going to be a pretty steep learning curve and knowing that we really needed to right the ship pretty quickly and have a smooth transition for our existing client base and also have a way forward for growth and improvement, I just went all in on Facebook groups and Googling and reading through suppliers' websites and everything that I could get my hands on. And pretty quickly within that process, I think Promo Kitchen started popping up in comments in the Promotional Products Professionals Facebook group. And then our Sage rep also recommended that we check out the program there as well. Wow. Awesome. It rose to the top just mm -hmm. through SEO and your great publicity that you're putting out there. It found me. <laughs> well, we're doing something right, Russ. Hallelujah, right? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love that. Great answer. Like I said, I wasn't sure where that was going to go, but you nailed it. <laughs> so thank you, Tyler. That was perfect. You know, I found in preparation for this, I'm going to deviate just a touch because you guys didn't know I was going to say this, but I was trying to figure out, you know, from the big corporate structure kind of world, you know, sometimes businesses are perceived as real or unreal based on their size. I disagree with that. I think any business, if you're a one person solopreneur, you're a real business. And I think that mentorship would apply. But I also understand why a lot of times we hear things like Fortune 500 companies and that phrase comes out. But articles are often written and one was written last May, May of 2022. And the title it happened to be in Forbes, of course, because we're going to talk about the Fortune 500 and oftentimes Forbes and Fortune and some of these other periodicals and magazines lead these studies. But the question was, does mentoring still matter for Fortune 500 companies? Now, the results I'm not that interested in. I just think the question was really interesting to me. And does mentoring still matter for any size business? in the promotional products, awards, you know, apparel decoration, branded merchandise industry is the question. And, and I think it does. Obviously, I'm biased, but I wanted to kind of lead that into the expectations question. Like before starting down the path of mentoring, and I think we all know that at some level, mentorship is important, but have either of you been prior to Promo Kitchen? Had you had exposure in a business-to-business -business setting of some kind of mentoring or mentorship? Let's go to you first, Russ. Did you have that kind of an experience prior to owning your own business or prior to Promo Kitchen? No, prior to Promo Kitchen, I'd never had a business mentor before. That being said, ever since I got involved with the mentorship program with Promo Kitchen, now I feel like it's everywhere I look. It's on the board of directors that I sit on. It's in my entrepreneur group. It's in Promo Kitchen from both sides, right? I have mentors that mentor me and I have mentees that I mentor. And so it's pretty cool to see how much mentorship exists in my life, you know, from mentoring my sales reps right through to being mentored by the guy who's teaching me how to build my seasoning business. I love that. That's an outstanding answer. What about you, Tyler? Had you had been exposed or were you involved in anything prior to the ownership of this business? I wasn't involved in any official program or mentorship explicitly, but I do have to give a big shout out to my dad, who is a very successful business person who taught me money management and good allocation of resources and everything from the very get-go. So 
it took me 15 years to get around to actually getting into the business world myself. But there was, in many ways, a mentorship relationship there is always available to answer questions or help point me in the right direction when I had crazy ideas or, or just needed some help. <laughs> crazy ideas? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who has those? Yeah, right? Who has those? I think it's totally appropriate that we give shout outs to all the moms and dads mm-hmm. who have given us counsel and wisdom and insight. You know, sometimes it's a kick in the butt and sometimes it's a hug. We need both. We need them often. And so good answer. I love that. Dad is always going to be a great mentor. He's my mentor too. So that's a really great transition. Let me wrap up something that I think you'll find interesting from that article. One of the outcomes, you know, does mentoring still matter to Fortune 500 companies? The old stat that was being bounced around was 70% of US Fortune 500 companies have mentoring programs. And that had been kind of the standard. Well, another company stepped in and said, that's a really old, everyone's citing the same article. It's really old. So it turns out that this new company that happens to do online mentoring wanted to step up and do a new survey. So they found that 84%, 84, 84% of Fortune 500 companies have mentoring programs. 96% of the US Fortune 100 companies have it. And 100% of the US Fortune 50 companies have mentoring programs. I'll be sure to leave that article in the show notes. But the takeaway too was pretty interesting. And I hope you guys can maybe speak to this because you both have employees, correct? Is that Am I jumping to a conclusion that I shouldn't? We at Adirondack Awards and Promotions don't have full-time employees, but we do have multiple outsourced and part-time employees. Okay. And Russ, same? No, I've got 14 employees. Okay. So the article, the big takeaway here was mentoring is impactful for increasing employee engagement, employee development, and ultimately retention. So what do you guys think about that? Employee engagement, employee development, and ultimately retention. Do you see how mentoring, Russ, does that make sense? Do you see how those connect? Yeah, like right after this, I've got my weekly sales meeting with my sales team. In those meetings, it's not to review what they did or like tell them they're doing bad or like compare against goals. It's to mentor them, right? It's what's going on last week. You know, how did you do? Do you need help with anything? It's devoting a little bit of time and energy to making sure that I'm removing roadblocks from their path so that they can be as successful as possible because that's what's going to be best for the company. But I try to handle those from a mentorship kind of perspective. Brilliant. I love that. I love the way you phrase that, removing the roadblocks so that they can succeed. Shout out to you. Kudos to you, brother. That's wisdom. No wonder you're a fantastic mentor. (laughs) Come on. What about you, Tyler? Does the idea of retention maybe strike up something or the idea of just engagement? I think absolutely. And where you are in your mentor relationship will largely dictate the problems that you're trying to solve in that realm. We had a lot of bigger picture problems, not so much the employee side that we're still working through right now. So the mentorship has been geared more toward those challenges. But once we do have more robust staff on hand, then the problems will naturally migrate into, okay, how can we engage these employees? How can we remove roadblocks as well? What tactics do you use for that kind of thing? So I think it's a natural progression for employee management as well. Nice. Natural engagement, natural progression. I think I agree. Well, let's get to you two. I have a question and you know, you don't have to surprise us, but I'm interested. I'm engaged. I think our audience and our listeners would like to know, you know, you can't really have a mentorship without that relationship starting to grow. And once the relationship together grows, I think there's a trust and a bond. Having said that, have there been any surprises along the way? Russ, I want to go to you first. Have there been any surprises? And maybe to put some context to this, how long have you both been together as mentorship partnership? Yeah. Our relationship started about four months ago. Tyler had sent me a message through the Promo Kitchen mentorship pairing platform asking if I would be his mentor. 
And when he did it, he really impressed the hell out of me because he filled out a smart goal form where he was able to basically paint me a beautiful picture of what his goals were. They were specific, they were measurable, they were time bound. And, you know, all of these things in the smart goal platform that I've written blog posts about for Promo Kitchen, he kind of ticked all the boxes. It took me about 25 minutes to read it. It was very in depth. Um, He's very goal oriented, very motivated. He was clearly willing to put in the work. And I looked at that and I said, there's absolutely no question I'm, I'm taking this guy on as a mentee because I feel like he's really driven and he's got a plan, right? Now, all I have to do is just hold him accountable to his own plan and the mentorship will be a success. So every month over the past four months, we've met three times in the official mentoring capacity. And every time, you know, the goals have shifted slightly, the challenges have changed slightly. And I've been able to provide some, you know, fairly acute advice based on my experience, but then also, you know, different ways of thinking of things. I've been able to share things on our CRM platforms and I'm not a sales coach. I'm a mentor, right? You know, if you want a sales coach, go hire a sales coach and Tyler seems to get that. And so I've really enjoyed it so far. And I'm glad he picked me out of the list of the 64 available mentors on our platform right now. I love that. Thank you for all of the, I love those subtle drops, by the way. I don't know if the rest of it, you picked up on that, but Russ is magic for dropping in the name of the program, where to find it, how many people are currently paired. So <laughs> two thumbs way up, brother. You, you need, we need that, right? We need that, uh, that recognition. So let me see if I got that right. So what surprised you was Tyler's preparation. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, he fills, he fills out all the forms. The mentorship platform that we use at Promo Kitchen is a very robust system. So you can go and you can put in notes on all of your meetings. You can put in private notes that Tyler can't see. Tyler, I don't do that, I swear. <laughs> so you can write down what his dog's name is and what his favorite type of coffee is. You know, it's, it's almost like a CRM in itself, like a customer relationship manager. And so when Tyler applied to have me be his mentor, he did a really great job filling out all the forms and putting some clear thought and energy into what his goals would be, which is really what it takes to make a mentorship relationship a success. True. I love that. Great answer. (laughs) Russ, before I go over to Tyler, any other surprises besides that in the three months that you guys have been together? You know what? It's funny. When Tyler filled out the forms, I was pleasantly surprised to see his business partner, Nick, come to all the calls as well. I know that in the Promo Kitchen platform, it's really designed to be a one-on-one mentorship program, but I think we've done a pretty successful job me helping both of them at the same time, where Tyler takes the lead, but Nick sits in because he's also curious and can learn a lot from it as well. I think that's really wise, actually. I mean, just to have a second set of years so that you have that perspective and then you're not necessarily having to have, go through Tyler's filter. So not that there's anything wrong with Tyler's filter, but you know what I mean, just to be able to have <laughs> a, second, a second brain that's sitting there thinking and listening. So super smart. Okay, guess what? Payback time. (laughs) Tyler, now it's your turn. So I'm sure that you were thrilled as you probably quickly realized how lucky you are to have such a wonderful mentor. But as you've grown over the past four months, have there been any surprises for you? I'm honored to hear all Russ's kind words there. And I guess the first surprise was that Russ said yes. And he said yes so quickly. (laughs) I did not take the time to read through all the blogs and dive 100% into it. I've been making very decisive, quick decisions based on limited information to keep everything moving. So I had a general idea of what the program entailed. I read through all the basics and I think I reached out to one of your phenomenal staff there. I can't drop things as subtly, but Promo Kitchen has great staff and supporters and volunteers. Seeing all that information, helped me frame who I wanted to partner with. 
as a mentor, somebody that was a business owner that had been a business owner for a while that was a distributor, et cetera, and then just find who seemed like the best fit from there. So I made that pitch, shot the shot, and then to some degree held my breath. It's like, I'm not sure how it works. Maybe I hear back in a month from now, or maybe I hear back tomorrow. I don't know. Russ was quite prompt and quite direct with, hey, this sounds great. Really appreciate your tactical approach. And I'd be happy to pair up with you. Let's see how it goes. Uh, That's great. Great news. And I'm sure that this will be a relationship that you continue even beyond the formal mentoring process. So I'm curious about that. You know, Russ, from your side, I'm going to break here because I'm curious. Is there a timeline that you've set? Are you working toward a specific day or is that in mind or how did you guys set that up? Yeah, I'm going to throw it right over back to Tyler because I think he was about to say exactly (laughs) that. Oh, okay. Go, 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 Tyler. Well, as far as the timeline is concerned, I had put out three sessions. I know there was up to eight that were advertised for Promo Kitchen. So I said three sessions. And if I can't win him or he doesn't want to work with us at that point, then we have a let's cut each other out date. And on our second session, we said, hey, we have one more session. Are you opposed to continuing this? It seems like a good fit so far. And Russ was quick to say, yeah, let's continue this because thinking your words, Russ, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's you need a mentor when stuff really hits the fan. Yeah. So you know, right now we're, we're doing okay. We have progress. We have a pretty clear direction. But as we grow, as those problems change, we're going to need different type of insight and we'll have bigger and more challenging problems to solve. So the willingness of Russ to continue that relationship beyond the first three sessions and ongoing into the other monthly sessions, I think we have six scheduled right now in our schedule on Promo Kitchen. That was hugely valuable and meaningful to us. Yeah, my goal is to have their business be so successful that they come to Vegas and party at the Mixer in January. With me. <laughs> That's a great goal, Russ. I second that goal and I will gladly buy the first round. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, may I say one other thing about Russ, too, about surprises? The thing I wrote in my notes here, too, that I think is important. That's exactly what we want. We want to hear this. This is the, you know, this is the nitty gritty. This is the good stuff. Well, the other thing that really surprised me is Russ's generosity. You know, having never been in a mentor relationship before. I didn't really know exactly what to expect in terms of how much information was going to be disclosed. Do they want to see all of our books and they pick those apart? Do they want to say, oh, you're screwing this up. You need to do this or we're not going to work together. But Russ has been incredibly patient and generous with both practical insight and help and also just general, this is what you should be focusing on at this stage of where you are. This is where I would put my energy. And that was surprising in a really phenomenal way for me and for us. Love that answer. Very cool. Like I said, you pretty much hit the jackpot. Just want to let you know. <laughs> I thought the most generous thing I did was send like physical copies of our PO system and dockets. So that saves you like three years of work of having to create them from scratch. <laughs> that was phenomenally awesome. At the end of our meeting, I turned to Nick and I say, you realize what he just gave us and how valuable this is, right? <laughs> I think one of my POs even had all my customer information on it, but that's okay. Whoops. I don't think you're going to be calling customers in Edmonton. I don't have time to, don't worry. <laughs> Listen to these two. Love that. Love that trust. No, this is great. I love hearing the generosity. You know, it's not surprising to me as I've gotten to know Russ a little bit better over the couple of years that we've been working on the Promo Kitchen board together. It's a sign of leadership. It's a sign of just a wonderful human that they can give value first. But I will say, I mean, Tyler, you earned it. I mean, because I'm a mess. I would have been a terrible connection for you. We'd be fabulous (laughs) friends, but I don't have the organizational insights and that tactical perspective that Russ has. And so I think that's why it worked so well. You picked each other, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, Jay would be your guy if you wanted to implement like DTG printing into your business. He can help. In fact, he's mentored <laughs> me on some of my printing systems. Nice. So it's been a fun combination though to see the different styles, the different types, and the different pairings that happen. And Russ is in a unique position because he gets to kind of see that behind the scenes on a more frequent basis than I do. But I hear wonderful things. For us, it's the gas in our tank. It's what keeps us going on a broader scale for being involved in Promo Kitchen because we get to see some of these outcomes. We get to hear these stories like yours, Tyler. So awesome stuff, guys. Thanks for sharing. I, I love that. So I'm going to put Tyler, I'm going to put you on the spot just a touch. You've already kind of touched on this, but is there anything else that you think makes Russ a great mentor? You said he was generous. Obviously he is. He's a wonderful cook, killer barbecue. <laughs> but what else? Is there something else that makes him a great mentor? I think the value that he brings in both valuing his time and our time, and then using that time as efficiently as possible. So he's a great listener. Here's what we're struggling with. And then he jumps right into that tactical. Here's some answers. Here's some things to consider. And here's some things that I'm not going to answer for you that you need to figure out on your own. So it gives us practical, actionable items and does so in a defined time limit. And I'm brought back to one of our sessions where a client walked in the door and I walked away to go talk to that client. And he had a great conversation with Nick about, you know, how are you valuing your time? Can that person wait? Because we're valuing our time at this certain dollar amount, or these are things we need to accomplish. It just helped us think in a different mindset. And that's entrepreneurship in general, as a business owner or as an investor or what have you, you're valuing your time at a certain amount. So he gave us those actionable items and helped us refocus our direction and our vision and our mindset. Great stuff. Yeah, I think I basically framed it as, you know, that client might bring in an order that might profit you 100 or $200, but what are you sacrificing by losing 10 minutes of our meeting, right? Yeah. Yeah, time, the unrenewable resource, mm -hmm. the most precious thing we have. Russ, what about you? What makes Tyler a phenomenal mentee? So it is something that we've touched on already. It's his ability to do the work. I task him every month with sending me his updated goal sheets before our meeting and then updating the goal sheets after our meeting with notes of his biggest takeaways. And he's always very prompt with it. In fact, this month, I think he sent me two updates af afterwards <laughs> and he apologized. And I was like, you don't need to apologize, man. Like, <laughs> I, li I like reading these. It's cool to see the impact of our conversations. Wow, that's pretty deep stuff. And I'm totally rethinking my mentoring mentorship. It's a little less structured, but nevertheless, it's still awesome. But that's cool. You know, here's my takeaway from the two of you on that so far is that you're well connected in style as well. Like, in other words, you guys want to get down to work. You want to do the work. You want to do it in a timely and efficient manner. And you want to see positive outcomes. You want to see the growth. You're not expecting perfection. You're expecting progress. I hope that those that are listening are hearing that, that they're not just hearing the love fest and the, oh, Russ is saying nice things about Tyler and Tyler's saying nice things about Russ. Those are genuine, by the way. But the fact is, is that you have a plan and you're in pursuit of that plan. So thanks, guys. That was good stuff. That was better than I expected. I posed some of these questions, but truth be told, I don't know how you're going to answer them. So <laughs> I love that. That was the magic stuff. So we're rounding third. We're kind of coming around the corner here toward home. But I've got a couple more questions, and one of them has to do with insights and advice. And I think it was Tyler that mentioned this already, but the reality is, is that timing is critical on these things. And so what advice or what insights could you share? I'm going to start with you, Russ. What would you say to someone listening about when is the right time to find a mentor? The best time to find a mentor, and Tyler, 
did touch on this a little bit earlier is before you need it. I think you said when stuff hits the fan, <laughs> you know, if you run out of cash in the bank, it's hard to form a relationship with a mentor to ask what you should do about it. But if you have a relationship with a mentor before you run out of cash, hopefully they can help you identify the key indicators that you're going to be running out of cash. And if they don't, then when you phone them and you say, hey, I'm out of cash, what should I do? You already have that layer of trust built into the relationship and they'll hopefully be honest with you and, you know, give you meaningful advice or, you know, cut you a check if you have a good enough relationship. I don't think we're there yet, Tyler. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to hear that. Tyler, how's that working out? <laughs> I, I wasn't going to ask that for a long time. So <laughs> yeah, we, were, we weren't quite to that stage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a mentor of mine, we did some pretty heavy business expansion the last couple of years, and we got declined for a loan with our bank. And I went to my mentor and I said, like, what do I do? And he says, well, you have two options. You can either find a new bank or you can go look for private lenders. And I was like, Ooh, who would I call about private lenders? And he's like, well, you're a member of an entrepreneur group. What about all the people in your entrepreneur group? And we ended up not going that direction. We ended up going to a, find a different bank. But getting pieces of advice like that doesn't come from someone you've just met. Right. And so I think that having that relationship in advance is something that's critically important. And it's nice to see, you know, someone like Tyler putting in the work ahead of time. I 100% agree with you. You can't ask in that light. You have to have built that relationship to get to that point. So kudos to you, man. That's a great answer. All right. Well, let's flip it back. I mean, what about you, Tyler, from the other side, the mentee side? I mean, when would you say, I know you have your experience, but now you're in the position to give some advice to our listeners. Would you agree with Russ? And could you maybe expand on that? When is the right time to find a mentor? I totally agree with Russ. As he said, finding one before you need them is pretty critical. I think as to any new distributors or new suppliers or anybody new in the promo industry, finding somebody once you have a general idea of how the industry works is helpful. And I didn't reach out as soon as I heard about Promo Kitchen. I spent a couple more months learning more about the industry and getting a general idea of the terminology and what was involved there. And I know you need to be in the industry for a year to be a member of Promo Kitchen. So that was helpful. But if you're thinking more strategically, I would say as soon as you know enough about the industry and before you write any strategic plan, from a business owner perspective, we're doing quarterly goals right now. So we have our smart goals by quarter and we don't have a all reaching three to five year master plan yet. That's on our goal for the fall, partly just because of the business cycle that we're going through right now. Before a business owner entrepreneur started that strategic plan, I think that would be the latest that they would want to find a mentor because getting that insight about the direction of the business based on the various factors that are in their market, I think will be hugely insightful. So you know a little bit about the industry and then as soon as possible after there, the latest would be right before you make your first big plan. Great answer. It's interesting. One of the things that came to mind for me was that entrepreneurship, especially if you're a solopreneur, can be extremely lonely. You know, Tyler, you're lucky you have Nick to bounce ideas off of as well, because when I started the promo addict, it was just me. And so I spent a lot of time in my office by myself making cold calls, no plan, just trying to grow the sales. And, you know, it was really nice to be able to have my once a month call with Ben because he was my outreach, right? My connection to the world. And so that's one thing that can definitely help a young entrepreneur is having a mentor to talk to. I love that. I love that concept there of having that someone that reach out moment. And it might be more than monthly. You know, you may need what I call a checkup from the neck up where you're not so tactical about your business, 
but you're just checking in with each other. And it's not just a rah-rah session either. You need that. You need a little push. You need a little hug, like back to my dad giving you the kick and mom giving you the hug. It's funny because sometimes in my life, it was the other way around. I do want to bring up this point, you know, thinking about this from the new stages of business, from an entrepreneurial, somebody just getting started. Totally agree with everything you guys said. But wouldn't you agree that a lot of times, even if we're seasoned in the business, even if maybe I've got 5, 10, even 15 years, it could still be the perfect time to find a mentor. Would you agree with that, Russ? Yeah, I think I knocked Tyler out of his chair a little bit. A couple of meetings ago, I was talking to him about our relationship and I mentioned that I had a mentor as well. And he was like, interesting that my mentor has a mentor. Tiger Woods has a golf coach, right? I think it's important that everyone pushes themselves to be better and doesn't just rely on their own perception of looking in the mirror, but they hire someone to stand on the other side of that mirror and look at them and tell them what they see. Because we don't always see an accurate picture ourselves. That's so wise. Wise words indeed. And I would second that for sure. And it's okay if you're a little bit like me and you stalk your mentor until they agree to be your mentor. Sorry, Mark Graham, just saying. But the truth is, is that a lot of times it can start from just afar and it can be a few chats and then it can be a few calls. And the next thing you know, you can just kind of formally ask somebody and say, hey, from time to time, is it okay if I check in and call you? I'd love to get your perception, your insight, your take on. And it's not so much that it's formal, but you both know there's a little bit of an expectation there. So I think it's really wise. Tyler, what do you think about that? I mean, I know you're looking at it from the perspective of where you are right now. But fast forward in time, maybe 10 years from now, you're crushing it. You know, business is exploding. You're basically taking over the entire great state of New York. You <laughs> bought out Russ and now you are a $50 million a year business. I mean, would you still think that it might be okay to have a mentor? Absolutely. And I don't fully plan on maybe going that full direction or buying Russ out, but I fully plan on wherever the business takes me and wherever we direct the business that I'll always have a mentor in place. If I end up switching industries and do something else in life, I would find another mentor in that new sector, that new market, that new whatever that I was pursuing a path in next. So I think it's critical. And going back to your the Forbes article you're talking about before, I think that's just writing in the stone there as well. And just further proof that 100% of those top companies have mentors. So it makes sense all the way up the entrepreneurial journey from bottom to top. Couldn't agree more. Thanks guys for sharing that. Like through Curveball and you handled it like total pros. So here we are sliding into home. We've kind of got our last question. Love to get not necessarily emotional, but serious and raw to the point that you want to share. Let's go to Tyler first on this one. Tyler, how has this relationship and the mentorship program through Promo Kitchen, how has it made a tangible difference in your business so far? Right off the bat, this may sound a little gushy, but it gave us hope at the stage that we did join the program. Yeah. And we had some experience. We knew a lot of what our challenges were ahead of us, but we weren't fully clear on the direction to go. And there was still a lot more industry knowledge that we needed to have. So you could go back to your question before about why did you choose to get into the program? But one maybe more silly answer is almost out of desperation at that point. There's so much more that we need to know, and we need to fast track that to right the ship as quickly as possible and get things going on a better path than where it has been for the last decade. And that was the catalyst that really got us into the program. So from there, having somebody that was an expert that was willing to help that were in that community of mentors and mentees, that gave us a lot of hope and a sigh of relief. Like, okay, we have somebody in our corner now. We have somebody who can bounce ideas off. We know that they're credible and it's not somebody trying to sell us something or give us like, oh, buy my course online and blah, blah, blah. 
uh, it really helped us set the direction there. And that gave us then more specific insight on our SMART goals and how those were going to be laid out, how we were going to measure those, how we should focus those. Because you may hear the saying before, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. So we needed to figure out what that anything was and how to cut out the everything. And that was really one of the tangible things that being in this program helped give us as well. I love that. And by the way, there is nothing gushy about hope. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is a good, good, solid answer. I specifically asked in this order and went to you, Tyler, because I wanted to end with Russ. Russ, I know for a fact, because I've been in your shoes as a mentor, it is very rewarding, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. So what has been the takeaway? What are some experiences? What are some of the pluses for you having been the mentor in this relationship? For me, what it is, is when I get his list of goals every month, it really reminds me to pull out my own goal sheet and update it. When you hit a certain level of staff and revenue, it's pretty easy to take your finger off the growth hot button and just sit back and be like, all right, I have enough debt. I have enough leverage, leverage capital. I have enough embroidery machines and heat press machines. But it's really neat to see the drive behind young entrepreneurship and what they want. And that can light a fire under me for that next phase of growth that we're going to go through. So it's just good to keep our finger on the hot button of what goals mean to a business and how important they can be for our potential future growth, no matter what size we are. Well said. Well said, indeed. Well, gentlemen, it's been my honor to have you both on this podcast. I've learned a lot. I'm inspired. I know our audience and our listeners will be as well. So Russell Bird, owner of the Promo Attic from Edmonton, thank you so much. And Tyler Merriam, owner of Adirondack Awards and Promo, thank you so much. The two of you together in a great pairing and a great mentorship. I want to give a shout out to everyone who's volunteered at any level to Promo Kitchen, whether that be specifically in the mentorship committee or in any other capacity. We appreciate all volunteers. We appreciate all that are here. Before I let you guys go, is there anything you would like to say or are we done? Just go check out promokitchen.org where you can find a link to the mentorship program by clicking on the mentorship tab and you can hopefully find a relationship just like I have here with Tyler. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, neither could I, which is why I was throwing it back to Russ. <laughs> Russ, thank you very much. Tyler, thank you very much. I can't wait to see you and meet you in person at the Mixer, Tyler. Until then... You know, don't be too surprised if we check in on you too and ask for some updates further in the year. So until we meet and until the next podcast, thank you both. And thank you to our audience. We will chat with you later. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the Promo Kitchen podcast. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can always get involved in the Promo Kitchen community by visiting us at promokitchen.org. You can also show your support by donating to our cause at promokitchen.org donate. We would sincerely appreciate it. See you next time. Thank you.